Hello and welcome friends to our 10-week meditation program. My name is Venerable Tarpa and I am here to guide you through our program. Before we begin our class, let's take a moment to appreciate our handsome community gathered here today. Today I feel fortunate to sit as a member of this kind community in the safety and security of like-minded friends, sharing this present moment with others dedicated to the cultivation of goodness. Today, I'm grateful for the direction and support that this community provides, a community worthy of my time and commitment, a community where my efforts have meaning, purpose, and are appreciated. Today, I'm thankful for this community of awakening, a place to gain the knowledge and skills to improve my life a family, a home, and a sanctuary for all of us seeking refuge from the storm. And let's remember, as conscientious practitioners, we must recognize our responsibility to the world, to strive to live skillfully while helping others to do the same, to strive to live in balance and harmony with nature and others, to strive to gain mastery over our minds and embody our true benevolent nature, to expand our hearts and minds, transcending our shared human limitations. To not intentionally harm sentient life or our planet. To maturely accept and embrace the reality of our situation while striving to improve it. Again, welcome to today's class, which will begin our 10th week of our 10-week meditation program. How exciting. We made it to the last week. Congratulations to everyone for making it to week 10. I hope you're enjoying the program and finding it insightful and rewarding. In today's class, we're going to continue to explore our union meditation, this time combining it with a new insight meditation technique called mindfulness meditation. We're also going to summarize and evaluate what we've learned so far and talk about where our practice goes from here. But first, let's, as always, review what we've learned in our last class. In our last class, which was class nine, we learned union meditation, which is the union of calm abiding and insight meditation. We clarified that what differentiates the two meditations is that calm abiding is a passive practice in which we work to still our awareness, whereas insight meditation is an active practice in which we actively work with our awareness. We mentioned that by engaging in calm abiding as a felt sensation, our awareness becomes fully available for our insight meditation. And that when mastered, both techniques can arise simultaneously and naturally in a continuous inseparable union, which is the very peak of all meditation techniques. Lastly, we shared that union meditation unlocks the true power of our insight meditation. Does anybody have any questions about last week's class? I got to turn the volume off on my phone. It's chirping and beeping. Good. No questions about last week's class? Did you enjoy it? It seemed like it was really productive. The comments that we had during our week of practice were 
people were saying that they were quite amazed by this practice. We got some really, people got some real benefit out of this. Absolutely lovely. Okay, great to hear. So let's go ahead um, and move on to to our program, our class today. Um, Today we'll be learning a new insight meditation called mindfulness meditation. This is currently a very popular meditation that utilizes observation and introspection to gain clarity and insight into ourselves and our reality. Mindfulness meditation can be practiced as a straightforward insight meditation. However, it becomes especially powerful when brought into our union meditation. Mindfulness meditation is an easy practice that consists of simply observing ourselves. This can include observing the mind, the body, or both. In this meditation, we begin by simply observing ourselves, watching what arises, whether it's a thought, emotion, a desire arising from the mind, or a feeling or sensation within the body. If what arises is interesting, we're free to contemplate and explore it, or we can choose to simply watch the arising and uh, dissipating of experiences. If you wish, you can utilize noting in this meditation by silently noting or labeling whatever arises, which is a very effective way in helping us to keep the mind focused and present. Mindfulness meditation is also a great practice when we haven't prepared a topic for insight meditation and instead allow thoughts and concepts to arise naturally on their own, which if you wish, you can then use for investigation. So with that said, let's explore this technique further within meditation, the best place to do it. In this week's practice, we'll focus our mindfulness meditation on observing the mind. We'll begin with a few minutes of radiating awareness to stabilize our mind before turning to our union meditation. So let's begin as usual by muting our audio, taking our seats and getting comfortable and taking our last sips of water. Your hands can be placed on your thighs, your eyes can be closed or half open. Begin to relax while breathing naturally through your nose. And now let's establish the proper intention with our meditation affirmation. With a deep appreciation for this precious life and a resolve not to waste it, we now engage in meditation. With a deep conviction in the vast benefits and importance of this practice, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to develop ourselves and uncover our full potential, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to gain mastery over our minds and emotions, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to bring peace, contentment, and genuine happiness to our lives, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to awaken from mundane habitual existence, 
we now engage in meditation. And with a mature resolve to persevere in spite of any obstacles that might arise, we now engage in meditation. Next, let's look straight up at the ceiling and take our three breaths. When finished, you can lower your gaze. And next, let's move on to our seven-point checklist. Posture. Hips. Joy. Acceptance. Equanimity. Awareness. And engage. Focus on the breath. Switch on and let go. We'll begin with a few minutes of radiating awareness meditation to stabilize our mind. Begin by bringing your awareness from your head down into your body, joining your mind and body at the chest, creating a felt union of your mind and body. And simply sit with it while intensifying and deepening the feeling. Begin to expand the feeling, increasing its size. Start to incorporate feelings of goodness, compassion, and joy within it as well. And continue to expand, intensify the feeling until it encompasses your whole being. Now begin to gently push your awareness even past the physical boundaries of your body, radiating your awareness as if being a shining sun. Relax into the sensation using a soft, spacious awareness.
If your mind wanders away from the feeling of your radiating awareness, gently bring it back. And now, while remaining in meditation, let's turn to our new union with mindfulness meditation. Continue to engage in your radiating awareness purely as a feeling. Now, while maintaining that feeling, let's introduce our object of mindfulness meditation, the mind itself.
Begin by simply observing the mind. Just observe it, watching for anything that may arise, a thought, feeling, emotion, desire, or impulse. If what arises is interesting, feel free to explore and contemplate it. And when you feel you've explored it enough, you can go back to observing your mind and watching for other things to arise. If you wish, you can utilize noting by silently noting or labeling whatever arises. Noting thinking, feeling, wanting, or calmness, joyfulness, curious, or dull. Remember, creating the union of these two meditations is accomplished by applying both techniques very softly, relaxing into them, and gently oscillating between them, letting their union arise naturally and spontaneously. When your mind wanders away from either the feeling of irradiating awareness or your observation of the mind, simply bring it back and re-engage.
Now slowly begin to open your eyes. And take a moment to observe how you feel. As I recite our meditation dedication. As we rise from our meditation, feel joy from fulfilling our ongoing wish to develop ourselves. May we sustain throughout the day the meditative equanimity that we've cultivated. May our own peace, stability, and contentment extend to and nurture others. May our efforts encourage and support all those cultivating awakening. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take a moment and just try to explain this a little better. We're always trying to improve the program. And to be honest, I don't think the instructions that we give for this last class are as clear as I thought they were going to be. Um, so we talk about how literally we're just observing the mind. And you can also practice mindfulness meditation just observing the body. Where is there a niche? Where is there a pain? Where is there a feeling of the wind blowing? Where do I feel hot? Where I'm cold? It's just an observational practice. It's, it's quite an amazing practice. And uh, the mindfulness movement, this is one of their favorite meditations. Um, but in this case, when we're doing on the mind, yes, you can use you can focus on observing anything that arises, whether they're thoughts, emotions, desires, feelings in the mind, things like that. But in this particular case, when I'm doing this meditation, I'm usually focused on thought. And so what happens is I observe the mind, and inevitably a thought will arise. And for myself, I just watch the thought arise, and I don't attach myself to it. And I let the thought arise and dissipate. I just watch that, that evolution of a thought. Usually this isn't the case. For most of us, when thoughts arise, we're instantly kind of a, a, attached to them and we want to think about them. So a thought will arise, we'll engage with that thought, and then the thinking process comes in. Again, if you remember the distinction we make between thought and thinking, thought just arises naturally for the mind. Thinking is the engagement, is the act of engagement with that thought, right? And that's usually habitual for most of us. But as you gain control over the mind, you find that you can have control over it. You can choose which thoughts to think about and which not, which not to think about. I often use the image of uh, steam coming off of a morning pond when you're meditating in the morning. And so thoughts arise from my mind. I just see them like that steam coming up. And whatever it may be, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich arises out of my mind. And then I just continue to watch it and just watch it dissipate into the air and disappear. Yeah? My friend who's a Zen monk, he loves the, uh, the, to imagine writing on water with a stick. So whatever your thought is, right, desire, you write it with a stick, and then you just watch it dissipate into the water. 
So this is how I practice mindfulness when I'm using the mind. I'm usually focused on thought, or that's the major thing I focus on. And then if other things like desires and things arise, I can do the same. But really what it is, it's training yourself to watch the, the river flow by, the river of, of, of thought flow by, and how not to attach yourself to it. We watch the thought arise, and we just keep watching it, and as long as we don't touch it, it'll just dissipate and disappear into the air, and you wait for the next thought to arise. And one of the greatest things about this meditation is you learn so much about the thing, the thought and thinking process. And again, you break that habitual tendency to always engage with whatever arises. You realize that little did you know, it was always a choice. You didn't know it. And in, 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 in fact, most of us never had the ability, but ultimately it's always a choice. We always choose to go with a thought like that. So I wanted to explain that a little better. And next time we do the program, I hope I can write that into the script. Um, I thought I th wrote something like that into this week's script, but it wasn't there. With that said, do we have any questions, comments, insights into our practice? Marcus. Yes, I just feel very grateful that I have came across uh, a thing that can help me very much in my everyday life, not to be, uh, what do you say, a prison in my own mind. I mean, a lot of people go entire lives without knowing this. And I just feel very grateful and happy for it. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. And it brings up another point that this meditation also does exactly what you talked about. It kind of starts to show us the difference between our mind and ourselves. That there, of course, self arises from mind, but in a different kind of a different level of mind. Um, we tend to think we are our thoughts. And in meditation, you start to realize that you're not that you have been most of your life, but the fact is that you're not. And you start to see the difference between them, and it makes a huge impact on your life. You gain control over your life, right? Because the thinking process really is what robs us of our, of our control. You know, our, mind, our mind just drags us all over the place making decisions on its own. And then when you get that process back and you realize that you could, you could just watch thoughts arise and not attach ourselves to them. Like the old Zen saying, um, let thoughts come and go. Open up the front door and open up your back door. Let your thoughts come and go. Just don't serve them tea. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just don't serve them tea. Don't ask them to stay and watch Netflix with you. Just let them come and go, right? That's what this practice is. <laughs> Good. Anybody else have any? comments travis yeah i i had a, a couple of questions just popping up and down in my mind <laughs> cool. one of them is really kind of uh kind of the modern day movement commercial movement of mindfulness which you know is is more of a criticism that i just kind of swipe left and kind of ignore it a little bit but but it raises the question of how important is an understanding and 
of Dharma teaching to effectively practicing uh, mindfulness meditation versus mindfulness meditation without kind of understanding non-self and the Dharma? So there, there are two different fish, right? You know, in, in Buddhism, we combine the two because we believe that what really liberates us isn't the practice of mindfulness, but it's the wisdom that arises from the mindfulness. We use mindfulness to understand our true nature and the true nature of reality. Who we are, what our environment is, how we interact with our environment, how we interact with others, what reality is, what, what, what it all means to us. In Buddhism, right? we call this right view in Buddhism, right? Understanding is what frees us and liberates us. Some of the mindfulness movements kind of divorce themselves from that, and they just use the practice itself for stress reduction and other things. I think it's all cool. I mean, these are all wonderful tools. There, there are some people that just aren't going to jump into Buddhism. They're not going to get on the bandwagon. They don't believe it. They don't want to. They, you know, they see it as a some mystical exotic belief system. They're just not going to be there. So. In a sense, a lot of those uh, groups that seem like they're so devoid of Buddhism, you know, maybe they're reaching people that Buddhism never would, would, and maybe it's a foot in the door. So actually, I don't have much of an opinion about it. I think it's it's all good. They're all they're all skills, and if we can get those skills out to people, so maybe you get someone who's in the hospital for some some real bad stress, and they have heart condition and. And, uh, you know, they're not going to pick up a Buddhist book. They're not going to do this and that. But is there a little thing in Buddhism, like meditation and mindfulness, that somehow helps them? More power to you. That's wonderful. So I think it's a, I think it's a good thing to, to do that. Um, you know, I, I just think it, it has more to do with a person's aim. If somebody wants to awaken in this lifetime because they recognize samsara, then you want to dig into Buddhism. So I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of pro the whole thing. I don't see I don't find mindfulness movements or any of these things that divorce these things. I don't see them as a threat to myself. I don't see them as a threat to Buddhism in any way. Absolutely not. I think the people that are bothered by them somehow see them as a threat that somehow they'll undermine authentic Buddhism. Like there's ever such a thing as whereas authentic Buddhism, I think, up to the day of the Buddha's death. That authentic Buddhism disappeared off the face of the earth, or maybe, maybe ten years after the Buddha's death. And but it doesn't matter. We just, you know, we, we we have the tools we have. We try to use them to the best of our ability. But again, I think it really comes down to a person's goals. So I hope that that was just my own two cents, Travis. I hope that was helpful. I've heard the expression "make mindfulness." <laughs> and I picture Ronald McDonald in meditation pose. <laughs> yeah. Go, Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Okay, my questions to you are, what did you think of mindfulness meditation? This is a hugely popular meditation. It's kind of, it kind of goes back to original Buddhism. In the, uh, in the four foundation of mindfulness, the third of the four is, is, uh, is watching mind and how things arise. I guess it really is there. I guess that's where it generates from. But the new mindfulness movement, they kind of act like it's a brand new meditation that they came up with. 
and it's really not, right? And though it seems passive because we're actively watching the mind, it's an insight meditation. To me, very profound. Yeah. And the way these work for me is that uh, I, I mentioned a little bit about it. So I start, uh, these are my two meditations last week and this week. So I, uh, I start, I don't do uh, coma biting on the breath. I just go right into radiating awareness because I'm familiar with the practice. I don't need to warm up to it. So when we say in the seven line, in the seven, uh, seven step checklist, when we say engage, switch on and let go, boom, I'm just right there radiating. And then I do that for a few minutes. And then what I do is I go into the meditation we learned today, just watching the mind for a while. Now, some, some days I have a specific topic that I might want to engage with, whether it's something I'm writing about for the day, something philosophical. It might be a problem I'm having during the day. The guy, uh, the guy down at the 7-Eleven who called me fat. What am I going to do about this guy, right? Uh, but whatever it is, I, you know, I might have a topic. But if I don't have a topic, I'll just go into this mindfulness uh, meditation, just watching my mind. And inevitably, inevitably, something will pop up in that meditation that will, will be, I'll deem worth meditating on. So um, it's a great way so you don't have to like have a calendar of all the topics you're going to meditate on each day. I'll just go into it. I'll watch thoughts arise. And then inevitably something interesting will pop up. You know, something about class or something I'm writing. And then I'll go, aha, there's my topic for the day. And I'll engage with it. And then sometimes I won't, sometimes I'll run through it pretty quick. And then I just go back to my mindfulness meditation again, watching the mind and maybe another one will pop up. But there's great freedom in this, as you can imagine. You have the choice of what to do. You don't have to pick a topic at all. You could do the whole meditation just watching thoughts arise and fall. You could do the whole meditation just watching sensations in the mind and body arise and fall. You feel an itch in your leg. You feel the pressure on your bottom. You feel heat on the back of your neck. Just watching. This whole practice is just watching, right? And then, so you could do it on mind, you could do it on body, or you could just do it on all of it. You could just watch your whole being, which is a little tougher. It seems like it's a little easier when you pick out either mind or body. And you just watch and you're, you're learning. You're watching how the mind and how the body operates, right? It's quite a fascinating uh, practice. And for me, it's this best practice for stilling my mind. I think because I have a busy mind and there's a lot going on with this, right? You got that radiating going, you got that, you got that vibration, that buzz happening in your body, you're all tingly, and at the same time, you got this other thing going, you're watching, and there's just enough going on that it keeps my mind really busy, and I just develop a really nice productive meditation from it, right? Okay, I was hoping that that would be helpful, yeah? Any other comments? Were you able to successfully uh, create a little bit of union between that observation and that feeling? Was that a little tough? Remember, these are very, very high-level meditation techniques. You just don't get them overnight. Some of these you really have to practice 
before you start seeing uh, real effects in it. Anybody? Thumbs up? Oh, you're the laziest bunch. I'm just teasing. Ah, there's those thumbs up. <laughs> David gives it a little, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's the first time you learned it, right? Okay. And uh, blah, 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 blah. What was your experience like? Would anybody like to share? How was your experience today? Uh, it was a uh, practice good for the money mind. It's a good practice for the monkey mind. Thank you, Donna, not the money mind. She corrected. Yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to say with my busy mind. This practice really stills my mind. So this is a great monkey mind. Maybe that that's what we'll call it. We'll call it union of the monkey mind from now on. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing it with you. If there are no more questions, let's move on to our closing thoughts. Um, over the course of these 10 weeks, we've learned all the major forms of meditation, leading to the peak of meditation techniques, union meditation. We've talked about how these various methods um, make up our toolbox of meditation techniques that we're free to use as we see fit. On this last week of our program, we'll continue to practice together and offer makeup classes each day. Uh, so stop by and support our instructors in training. We encourage you to continue your twice a day meditation practice, uh, making it a lifelong habit recognizing that the rewards of meditation are limitless. We have a new practice video for you to use. It's a guided 20-minute union with mindfulness meditation uh, practice video and is available on our social media. So I hope that you're all now feeling a part of the SBT community and will continue to learn and grow with us. Our Sunday teachings will continue focused on various topics of study and practice. We'll also be continuing our daily online meditations as well as our sutra study program, which are on Saturdays. And both everyone is invited to attend. Uh, next month, we'll be offering our Skillful Living Teaching Series, which represents the main body of the SBT study curriculum. Skillful Living is a secular study and practice guide founded on the timeless wisdom of the Buddha, a practice created for audiences of diverse backgrounds and practices. The six-week program includes information on how to live a skillful and fruitful life, how to gain control over the mind and emotions, how to cultivate goodness, happiness, and joy, how to work with challenging emotions and mental states, how to live a life of purpose and meaning, and how to awaken to your true value, true potential, and true nature. The program, like all of our programs, is free and all are welcome to attend. You can find out more about the program and register on our sbtonline.org website. I don't think we have registration up and running yet, but you'll, you'll get a notification when we do. Probably, in, uh, probably next week we'll start registration. Uh, in closing, 
I'd like to thank everyone for participating and making this program a huge success. Always remember that our instructors are still just a click away to help and support you. Uh, for all of those who wish to receive a certificate of completion from this program, please send us your full name as you would like it printed on your certificate and your email address. Lastly, I'd like to remind everybody that although our program is free and will always be free, our work is reliant on donations to continue. So if you've enjoyed the program and wish to ensure that it remains available to others, consider making a donation at sbtonline.org. So with that said, let's end today's class with our altruistic affirmation. May all be healthy, may all be prosperous, may all be well. May all be present, free of past regret and future worry. May all abide in constant appreciation, which is a source of great joy and contentment. May all realize their true nature and the true nature of reality, which is awakening. Thanks, everybody, for coming. <laughs> and we'll see you tomorrow for classes, for meditation and makeup classes. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. You're welcome. Thank you. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya, see ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming.